This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey. We back for another episode here. We back for another episode here. Episode two. Wow. 18. Season two. Episode 18. Yeah. All Love, No Fear. Podcast featuring KB and Meta Poetic. We are here. We are here. We are here. It's National Poetry Month, so I think, you know, Mark has been spitting his hot fire poems. And <laughs> so, no, not hot fire poems. Um, okay, Mark has been spitting his, um, his poems. His, his, I'm trying to think of a poetic reference here. Um, his, I'm going to come up with something. I'm going to come back to it. Um, poetry was not my thing as a student. I hated it. Um, so it's funny that I ended up marrying a poet, but that's either here nor there. Mark has been spitting his, you know, urban word, urban urban word slam team legend poems, and um, so he's feeling a little, you know, you know, just really hyped with the way he's introing um, the podcast. So if you want to know what the inspiration is, it's because Mark has been spitting that hot fire for National Poetry Month for the last six days. Um, for those who don't know. National Poetry Month is basically what it sounds like. It, it happens every April, and for the 30 days, poets, um, some poets, some poets, not all, some poets write and or share a poem um, every day. Um, some of it is old stuff. Some people challenge themselves to write new stuff every day. It really just depends on the person and like what they've got going on. But the whole goal is to you know highlight the beauty and the importance of poetry and to create and share more with um, the world. So yeah. Mark's going to be hyped for the month of April. Just so yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. I, I, I think I, I've been trying to do it to get back into writing. Um, I've been doing a lot of older ones, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to eventually start just trying to put some um, writing ones for the actual month also. I just, I just need to, like, to get back into it. Um, I didn't really write that much um, since my daughter was born, so I'm trying to get back into it. It's really good. But um, you know, my baby, you clapping. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm appreciative of, of I'm my joking. daughter. I'm joking. I'm joking. Whatever. Um, because I realized that a lot of my poetry used to come from grief or annoyance with what was going on, either annoyance with, um, and I, I used to talk about the grief out with the world, with myself with uh black people with poets with christians like it was just my grief with different things mm-hmm. i'm and, listening um, to you <laughs> what is the problem and um I, th- I think that um because i um i think I, I would have grief but i think i'm happy with avery i think it's a combination of being happy with avery and lack of time mm-hmm. um, and 
So it's like, I haven't really had um, time to write. Like, I've written for, like, event, like, someone said I needed something for something, and I will like, uh-huh. try to pull something out and do that. But, like, just to sit and just write about what's going on in my mind. I have, like, the first time I did that was just for, like, the Who Am I Challenge, uh-huh. which was earlier, which I probably, I'll probably do that poem tomorrow. Okay. Again, for the um, National Poetry Month. But, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. So cool. we'll figure it out. Work. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm also very excited for the month of April because April is the marking of our one year anniversary of starting the podcast. Yes. Yes. We started yes. this podcast on April 16th of last year. And uh, here we are almost, we're a week away. So we'll probably. I guess, I guess we'll do one year anniversary next week. Yeah. We'll do some type of one year anniversary situation next week, next week will be 13 no yeah 14 yeah next week it'll come out on the 14th yeah so it'll be a couple of days before but i guess it's the anniversary week episode yeah so maybe we'll put together like the like, a, like a, a best clips i don't know what we're gonna do it's a party. we haven't figured it out but no. if our listeners have suggestions about what we should do for the one year please let us know um because we don't have anything at the moment no and it's no. not because i feel like if life were normal and we weren't working from home and just doing this whole like ghetto quarantine thing. Um, we would actually have time to think about like ideas, but nah. Yeah, it's not. Good. It's not. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. It's we're we're in a slight struggle struggle mode um, at this moment in life, and I'm sure we're not the only ones. So yeah. Um. But yeah, how are you? How's how, what's going on? What's new? What's happening? Um, I'm actually cool. I'm good. Um, I'm just like a. I think I've I've mellowed out. Okay. Um, I think I'm good. I think for a little bit I was I was anxious for a little for a little bit. Philippians four six four six says four, six, the anxious four six. Four six. Yes. Be anxious about nothing. Correct. But in everything by prayer and supplication present your request to God. Correct. Yes. And that I am trying, but Reality is, I am so anxious. Right, right, right. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Reality is. I just Thanks. read that. Yeah. I just read that scripture yesterday, so it's like at the front of my mind, like Correct. the front part. I think I'm going to use that scripture to help bring out my anxious, but it's not right now. It's not stopping the anxiety. No, for real, 100. percent And don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't want anybody to think I'm one of those like uh, scripture quoting people who just be like ignoring the fact that she said that you're having a, a mental health uh, crisis. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it just popped into my head in the moment. Yeah. Um, but yes, the anxiety that people are feeling is pretty common, pretty widespread, and it's honestly sorry for the yawning. Me is tired. Um, it's honestly one of the least discussed, um, like after effects of this whole like COVID nineteen situation. Word. Um, did you see that? You showed me the video. Did y'all see the video of that white pastor who was in that church um, talking about he blows the wind of God <laughs> over the coronavirus and he spit all over? I said, mm-mm. And it was like six or seven people standing around him, like kind of repeating after him. I said, guy, spitting is not acceptable in this day and age. Okay? I don't care if you're talking about blowing the Holy Spirit or did no. Keep everything that's inside your mouth inside your mouth. Because I swear for God, if I'm outside somewhere and somebody spit lands on me, they got to die. Because they got the Rona. And they just gave it to me. Like, that's just that's just where we are. Because it's out of order. Because I saw um, 
uh, a, a post too about um, somebody who got the corona because um, somebody sneezed in their face. Mm-hmm. I was like, people gotta stop playing with the sneezing and spitting stuff. And then I saw another thing about some lady in Walmart who was spitting and sneezing on the employee. Y'all gotta stop playing with this spitting and sneezing. Yeah. Somebody gonna take your head off. And it, it, okay, it, it, period. It's also, it's also interesting that a lot of people who are playing games got it. Yes, that's what God. God was like, "Oh, you want to sit here and play and spit and and, and, and sneeze on people? I got something for you." Because that's what I went to um do from um Britain. He was playing games too. Which one? The Boris Boris Johnson? Yeah. Oh, he's playing around. What happened to him? Well, now, now he has. A I heard he's British Trump, so I don't really know what's up. Yeah, with him. Um, he was he was playing games with it. Then he got the corona. Um, and he has I, a, I, I and, his, and his living girlfriend who is pregnant. Is exhibiting symptoms of the corona. I'm like, yeah. bro, what are you doing? And I, I don't, I don't want to laugh about it because like he's in intensive care, so like even though he might be uh, Trump adjacent, uh, I still don't, I don't want anybody to die. <laughs> that. So, so, so prayers for his family. Okay. Yeah. Because um, like I, 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 I still want, like I don't, I don't agree, but I don't think you should, you should die either. <laughs> I don't think you should die, but I feel like you should take this moment to reflect after you just was playing around Correct. and taking it seriously. Yes, but you, should, you shouldn't die. So yeah, I mean, prayers for the family for that. Um, I prayers for his girlfriend and the, and the baby. Hopefully, they're not affected. They don't got it because yeah. it's too much. Um, but yeah, uh, shout out to people on Spotify. Yes, shout out to all you on Apple on um on the website. Yes, on Stitcher, Podbean, mm-hmm. um, Himalayas, mm-hmm. iHeart. Um, I really do appreciate y'all, everybody who's listening. Word. We appreciate yeah. y'all. We appreciate y'all who share with your friends and tell them um, about the podcast and let them know because we love, 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 love to have new listeners. Um, we definitely want to grow the listenership of this podcast Word. and take it to higher heights in um, 2020 and beyond. Yeah. Um, assuming there is a beyond because, you know, hmm. But um, <laughs> it'll be, it'll be it'll, like the world will be different. Yes. Yes. But so it's like who knows? Who but knows how any of this? It will be beyond, but the world will be different. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think both will be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It will, it will be a different world, but I I believe there will be we will get through it. It was just I think it's just taking time. Yeah. It's too. Um, it's too. It's 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 just yeah. I I don't I don't I don't think the people getting it twice is a common occurrence. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you still, still you should still be careful if you recover. Just, no, correct. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying it's not. Comp- what really I'm saying now, which means that um, uh, if, you, if you can't get it again, it will it will reduce. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, it will run a course though. Yeah. Okay. Um, the problem is, it will run its course. That's what yeah. that's what that's what the problem is. Is that and people will be affected by it, and people, not everybody's going to live through it, and that's that's what the issue is. Yeah. But it, it like but. It, it does, it, but it does mean that there is a end point. There's an end in sight. Um, it's, just, it's just the world will be different. Yeah, y'all need to stay inside. Stop having these parties. Um, that story in California, Los Angeles, where they were having a party. It was a, a my father lives not far from there, and apparently um, they were having a party for a three year old. And it was like, why are y'all having a party for a kid when coronavirus is like a situation? Why you got the kid even exposed to all these daggone people in the house? Like that's out of order. I kind of think it's kind of people like this. Well, my friend don't got it. I'm like, you don't know what your friend got. Your friend don't know what they got either. Yeah, and I, I, I think people have to realize that you don't know if you have it. Mm-hmm. Unless you, unless you, unless you and your people all got tested and came back 
Exactly. Right, like just nah, just don't. There's a lot of factors. Like, yeah. Y'all all collectively go get this. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like that, all this extra overexposure yeah. is just like, just listen to what is being said and don't overexpose yourself if you don't need to. Um, don't be having people at your house. Just, just be, just be mindful. And then the other thing, when you use your gloves and mask, and you want to throw them away. Throw them away in the actual garbage receptacle. Like I keep seeing these pictures all over social media of like gloves and masks and like stuff that people use like wipes and stuff like that like in shopping carts and in the on the floor and parking lots i'm like that's helping to spread the virus dummy throw the stuff in the garbage when you're done mm -hmm. if there's no garbage where you are like put it in your pocket put it in a plastic bag just do something but don't just drop it on the floor because all you're doing is potentially exposing other people to the virus and whatever other germs you have that are on the mask and the gloves that were on your body correct so just let's just do better guys because i'm not trying to be inside all summer Summer outside needs to open back up by the time it gets out of. Okay? That's that's what I'm trying to do. Service. I've got ensembles that I've been planning to wear, so <laughs> I will not have the summer be taken away from me because you people don't know how to act. Yes. Okay? So Alright. All right. Let's um let's move on to our love to lose it segment. Uh one or two. Uh one or two. I I don't know. One? One? Okay. Um so I'm gonna have this one is uh, dance hall artists. Dance hall artists. Okay. Dance hall artists. I have. Oh, FYI, I love to lose it. You have four choices. Uh huh. One person you have to lose, throw away, everything they've done with it. say everything regular it's hard for me to say beanie mine in the regular i think everyone knows like, i'm cool i can't just say beanie mine i'm just now you got me thinking like can i say it regular <laughs> i feel like everything else i feel like mr vegas i can say that i'm cool elephant man cool sizzler i can do that beanie mine i feel like, <laughs> I feel you're like right. I, can't, I can't i can't say <laughs> i can't say beanie man i can't <laughs> I feel like, how did i say it just now did i say beanie man yeah beanie man beanie man Mr. Vegas. Um, what was the other one? Sizzler, I can say normal. Yeah. Um, Elephant Man, I can say normal. Mr. Vegas. Beanie Man. Yeah, Whatever. <laughs> I feel like Beanie Man's the only one I can't really. But anyway. Anyway, we're moving on. So, yes, Beanie Man, Sizzler, Elephant Mr. Vegas, Elephant, Elephant Man. Man. Lose. This is hard. Love it or lose it. Choose and lose it. 
I feel like every answer is the wrong answer here. No. Um, this was hard. Hold on, let me just. I, I don't know. I'm doing. I, I, I've had this over here on this the whole time. I had. Like you made this thing like weeks ago, and I have no idea. What I'm doing. All right, so let me just try to see if I can make some decisions here. Um. Sizzla's funny because <laughs> Sizzla's stage name is Sizzla Kalanji. And I know someone who wanted to name their child Kalanji. Thankfully, they were talked out of it. That would have been really strange. Like, really? Kalanji? Like, I mean, that baby's a bad man, you know? But still. <laughs> bad man team that. But, <laughs> Kalanji's a bit much. Um... I'm sorry, we're making a lot of noise here because neither one of us has um, an option, a choice. I feel like I should have had time to think about this before I came here um, because I I don't know. Um, it's hard. Like I didn't choose one person because I was like, you were chosen both for loose. So I didn't do that. This is really hard. Oh, oh, oh. Um. All right. So I'm going to be judged for my decision, but I'm just going to choose it and keep it pushing, pushing because this is hard. Um, I'm going to say Sizzla is the one I'm going to lose. Sizzla is the one I'm going to lose. I love Sizzla. I think his music is popping like that's just the one I'm gonna lose and I'm gonna lose him because the other three resonate more with me generationally I think yeah like I was gonna say I think that I think that's, that's yeah the other three like I can point to songs from them that like Indeed. that will get me like in the mood to like turn up like to this day because I just remember like Growing up in Barbados and like riding the um, so in Barbados we have um, sorry, oh sorry, in Barbados <laughs> we have um, two like modes of like two modes of transportation that the cool people take if you don't drive. There are ZRs, which are these little like minivans that really can maybe fit ten people, but we have in twenty is lit, whatever. And then we have the um the minibuses, which are like blue and yellow. Um, if you've ever been to Barbados and like. There were cool minibuses and cool ZRs, and then they were like just lame ones, like if you were just trying to get from point A to point B. So, like, back when I was living in Barbados and going to school, like, you know, like people would make the dub tapes and they would just have like the, the buses and the ZRs jumping. And I remember, like, you know, certain Elephant Man songs would come on, Mr. Vega songs would come on. Like, I can, like, when I hear those songs, I'm immediately transported back to my young 13, 14, 15 year old self who was turning up. To this music, I absolutely cannot listen to in my home with my friends. Th those things remind me of just hood rap things with my friends. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's why you know Sizzle might have had a little hood rap joint with my friend in in there, but I feel like in my hood rap things with my friend stage in life, Mr. Vegas, Elephant Man, and Beanie Man were constant. I I even remember like so in Barbados we do um, with the secondary school we have like an inter sports competition where all of the schools um, compete against each other. And I remember, like, each school had, like, a cheerleading team. And I remember the year my school won, 
the song that they did from Beanie Man was um, Sim Sima. Who got the key? And because my school in Barbados is considered to be one of the uppity schools, when we, when they played that for our intro, people was like, them? With the Beanie Man? It's like, yes. Us. With the Beanie Man. So it's like, there's moments where like a lot of their songs stick out in my head. It's, um, like, it's, memories. it's just memories. Memories. Yeah, I, I think um, I'm going to choose Sizzler too. I feel like Anybody who's Jamaican is going to cut us off now. Right. Like, ah, y'all dead sizzler. <laughs> I, like, I, I feel like, like, this is the reason why. I sizzler. Like, I don't want to put Buju just for the purpose that we might have. I don't want. Nah, like, Buju is not a cut. It's not a loser. <laughs> yeah, like, Losing like, Buju is, like, basically disloyalty to the race as, as, as a situation. Yeah, Jamaicans will all cut us off. Cut us off yeah, like, hey, Buju! Mind you, Buju just got out of jail. So he can't talk no, no sideways stuff about Buju. I thought you were going to put Buju in there. No, I was like, wait. Um, I, I don't want to give the option. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be judged. Yeah. If we don't, we, we right. don't use. Right. Don't do um, but I feel like the same way. I feel like they feel the same way about Sizzle, though. Mm-hmm. So I feel crazy about losing it. But what you're saying is true. I think um, I vividly remember all the songs from Mr. Vegas, Elephant Man. And um, Bingy Man. Uh-huh. And I remember I remember moments for each one. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of how what forms a lot of times your choices are like those moments mm-hmm. that pop up. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's your love it? You first. No, you first. Definitely. No, no we, well, how about we do a new thing? <laughs> let's, let's do a new thing. I don't understand why. <laughs> that's the thing all the time. New thing? Yeah, let's do a new thing. Um... I will do a new thing today. I think. I think this is how it goes. I think um, where I am now, I think Mr. Vegas. Okay. Um, and I think I like Mr. Vegas because I feel like he's like a, he has a wide range of songs mm-hmm. for different reasons. Mm-hmm. He has everything from Hot Walk to I Am Blessed. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a wide range. He's got the range. He has the range. He's got the range. For different moves. And I think that's what it is. Um, I think, but I, I do, but the other other two are very close mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, I think Elephant Man is just for, for just dancing. Mm-hmm. If he's going to get turned up, mm-hmm. up enough, is that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know any Elephant Man for this. I'm chilling right now. No, Mr. Yeah. Elephant Man has never chilled yeah. in his life. <laughs> I, there's no I'm chilling from Mr. Elephant Man. He doesn't know anything about that. He's unfamiliar. Um, so I, I, I think I just chose him today for the range. I, of course, I, I know people will say Beanie Man is good for the range. Beanie Man's around for a long time. All of so, them have been in reality. They've been, yeah. out, they've been out forever. Yeah. yeah. Forever. And Beanie Man, I, I guess, like I said, it, 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 it's very close between, um, I think it's, I think Beanie Man is a little higher for me. Mm-hmm. Kubini has like a lot of songs that um I, mm-hmm. I, I go back to, mm-hmm. and he, he I think his they all have distinct voices. I'm not gonna say that. They yes. Just, um, yeah. Okay. I, I, I think Miss Vegas and Beanie Man they're they're close. They're very close. Okay. They're close. How about for you? My love it is Elephant Man. Um, just the hype god like. Yeah. Elephant Man was out here doing like the colored hair and just dancing all over the place and just and there's something about his his uh his chanting voice that I like. Um 
not everybody's voice I like. Like Mr. Vegas's voice, like kind of can be a little gratery on the ear sometimes. But like, I find Elephant's man, Elephant Man's voice itself to actually be very like pleasant to listen to. And it's like I just love how hype he is. Um, as a as a like, I liked him when he was um in the Scare Them Crew, um, which also had a bounty killer in there. That's another person we could have mm-hmm. we could have brought up. But I liked him from even being a part of that crew. So you know, he's just he's just my guy. I'm like, I mean, Willie Bounce will forever turn up a club. Yeah. Forever and ever. Pundy River will forever turn up a club. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... The man has... Like, when his music comes up... Nalinga is one of my favorites. I love that song. I like watching the videos of his performances and his dancing. And you know what I like about Elephant Man? He's one of the artists that really, like, crossed over, but didn't sort of change how he did his music. Because I've seen videos and stuff of him, like, doing concerts where he has, like... Chris Brown and Usher on stage with him and he's like you can see that he's like connected with a lot of like major players in the music industry but he hasn't been like oh well let me make this like poppy sounding reggae like he makes like the same type of stuff he's been making and he's been the same guy forever what, 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 forever. what is trash I feel like <laughs> like on a side note I feel as if like Americans was like we would do one we would like one artist at a time. Mm-hmm. So first, I think our first ones that our Americans like was Sean Paul. Mm-hmm. And then... Which, funny enough, the Islanders were like, all right, girl, I guess. Like, Sean, Paul, they, Sean Paul was not one of the ones that yeah, we were really featuring the, the like Islanders that. Like, like Sean Paul, we were like, oh, okay, I guess. But he was not he was the not, best he, he, of the best. He was not popping out. I think he just came to America to like... I think he just got the, with the right Americans. To like, yeah. Uh, and he and it was easy to market him. Yeah, correct. Because when you look at some of these Jamaican artists, like not for nothing, like these dudes is like rough. Yeah. And Sean Paul. Sean Paul was not rough. Sean no. Paul is one of those Jamaicans who grew up like with a certain level of privilege, and you know, not for nothing, has some cooth about him. Yeah. So it was he was a much easier person for an American record label to sort of clean up yeah. and present as a package. You can't package Beanie Man. You can't package you, you, Elephant Man. You just give me that. You can't package Bounty Killer. You can't package Capleton. Yeah. You can't package like there's a lot of these artists like you just can't package. Like that's yeah. just not how it's gonna work. Yeah. So I, I So I crossing like, over into this for them would always be a challenge. But somebody like Sean Paul, you can't yeah, package. I feel like it was Sean Paul, then I guess it was um uh then it went to Who? Who? Who's Elephant about? Man? Okay. Yeah, a little bit, but it's still the, the the packaging still wasn't the same. No, it wasn't the same. We have to say yeah. like I'm talking about like who got popular like, mm-hmm. people who went to like a lot of the like, location. And, like, mm-hmm. how, and, like in terms of like video, because like they still play those videos in BT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. right. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then it was Alpha Man, and then Be- Beanie Man came in. Mm-hmm. And then it was like stuff like that. I'm It was probably more Shaggy was first. Call me. Yeah. But um, but Sean Paul was the one I was, I guess, for because Shaggy was still considered a different generation. Mm-hmm. Welcome to King of the Dancehall. Yeah. Which Beanie Man is King of the Dancehall? Yeah. Correct. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. That song still that song still hits. Yeah, it does. As old, it, that sounds like what fifteen years old now, maybe more. Beanie Man is good for songs that to sing along with. Oh yeah. I think that's what he's good for. Which I mean, one feet. I think I think he has a lot of songs that you just sing along with. Yes. Like, not all of this is making me feel like outside I need to open back up so I can go to 
a bashment and get my life. Do they still do bashments? Is that still a thing that people do? I'm sure it is. Okay. I don't go outside, so I don't really do know. Alright. Um, that's good. Alright, don't, don't love it or lose it. Love it or lose it. Hey, 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 love, love it. it. Or lose it. Any questions about it, please talk to us. Yes. On the socials. Word. We all sidebar. A lot of these dudes are like in their mid forties going on fifty. It's a little insane. Yeah. Yes. Holla at us. Yeah, it's for sure. Alright. So what do we want to talk about for today? I'm going to be honest with you, because coronavirus is like ruining all of the outside activity. People are inside. They're not doing things. So content is a little it's a little challenging to come by. But we do what we can here. We do what we can. But you know, because I mean, people still be acting up on the internet. Yeah. Um, and and, and, and in regards to acting up on the internet, um, I don't know if a lot of you have seen this like meme going around uh, where it basically says... Um, I can't. I don't have the actual thing in front of me, but it basically says something to the effect of, if you haven't started a new, a new business, um, found a new side hustle, or basically produced something for all intents and purposes um, during this coronavirus quarantine time, then you didn't lack the time. You lack discipline. And I've seen mixed reactions to that. So I kind of want to talk about that. And I mean, I guess my general question is, what's wrong with Rising Grind, Rising Grind Twitter? Because that's what, that's what, what, that's the name that people are calling it. Rising Grind Twitter. Yeah. What, what's up with y'all? Y'all, you know, sleep is for, sleep is for the lazy. I never sleep. I never take a day off. I stay working. I stay on my, y'all, like, y'all gotta relax. Like, seriously. You have to just, I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but like, y'all gotta, y'all gotta relax. I understand the feeling. I understand the feeling of always wanting to grind. And like feeling like if you're not grinding, then you're not going to be to But it is also okay to relax. Right. Um, it is the middle of a tragedy. It is okay to be in the middle of a pandemic to relax. That is, right. That is perfectly fine to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I feel like, you know, wh- why do we feel this need to judge what other people need to do or are doing or aren't doing like why are we so obsessed with other people's productivity why why yeah just for what i i i think that um like i said i think the the big thing is like people always people have thoughts about like what people should be doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's 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 kind of annoying and like and i only I'm not gonna say it's only black people because, like, I, 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 hate, I don't like that statement because I don't uh-huh. think it's true. Uh-huh. I think the, it's the thing is, I'm just, I only have mostly black people in my timeline. Right. So I can only comment on black people. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think it's only black people, and I think I hate when people do that because, like, people are saying that, but they only have black people in their timeline, so it doesn't mean that's for that. For that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, my, my timeline just seems to be mostly black people, mm-hmm. so I comment on black people's things. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, so like I, I just found it. It says if you don't come out of this quarantine with one, a new skill, two, side hustle started, three, more knowledge, you never lack time, you lack discipline. And then somebody commented on it and said, um, someone I know made a post about this and I reposted it. She said she was tired of people telling her what, she was tired of telling other people what they should do with their downtime. She said, she okay, she said she was tired of people telling other people what they should do with their downtime. 
She said, people just need rest and relaxation. My reply was, but for a whole month? And she goes on to say further things. And I'm just kind of like... Like, you're... Like, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that um, being... Don't ever just be lazy and do nothing. That's, mm-hmm. not, that's not what I think I'm, I'm saying. But right. I think it like people have to stop with this if, like... Uh, I'll stop hustling when I'm dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like um, grind every day, every second. You're not hustling. You're not moving forward. Like I, I, we we have to stop that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I understand. I understand the the thought pattern because you a lot of people feel as if like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. So right. That means if I'm not fighting for it, then I'm not getting there. Right. I get it. Mm-hmm. But you have to take time to relax. I right. think people need to take this time as a lesson to relax. And I right. think that's that's something that people are not need to um understand. This is also a this is this is a lesson, um, of course, on like how you have to reconfigure yourself and how to move things around, mm-hmm. stuff like that, but it's also a lesson to just step back and just Sometimes just step back and just reviewing is fine. Right, right. Reviewing what's going on, reviewing where you live, and just thinking about um, what what you did and everything. Is doing that for a while is good. Yeah. Like, because I think I think statements like that ignore how traumatic this experience is. Correct. For a lot of people, like there are a lot of people who like literally lost their jobs and lost their incomes. Like literally, they went from one week having a job and having income to having none at all. That's a very traumatic experience in and of itself. So to expect that somebody's going to have that traumatic experience and immediately jump into, oh, let me work on this side hustle. Let me do that. Like, that's unrealistic. You have people who literally rent from, you know, being able to go see their therapist or whoever um, in person to now either A, not having access to that therapist or B, having to have access to that therapist uh, via virtual, which is a challenge in and of itself because there's a lot of people, believe it or not, who don't have access to Wi-Fi or computers in their homes. So that's a challenge in and of itself to get whatever mental health treatment they need. Then you got to factor in, you know, people are dealing with isolation. You know, if they're sick or they're, or, you know, they're just, you know, self-quarantining for safety reasons, being lonely can create stress and, you know, have impacts on your mental health. So it's a whole lot of like personal stuff. And then you have people who are working from home and have kids that are in school. So they're trying to do the work that their job expects them to do and homeschool their kids and keep their house in order. Like it's a lot that people are dealing with. So it's like if you individually have the time and the and the privilege and the ability to, you know, come up with a new side hustle, learn a new language, whatever it is, good for you. But like we also got to stop making other people feel bad for not having that same that same privilege. If everybody was just at home and not going through traumatic, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. I understand. But like, not everybody, like, I'm constantly hearing about people I know now being infected. Right, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm hear, I've heard about people I know yeah. um, that um, have passed away. They have passed away or are in the hospital so or it's like at it's, home or so like, and I know I know someone who has more than one person they know passed away. Yeah. So like they have to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's like trauma they're, they're, on top of trauma. Yeah. So it's dealing with that, dealing with um number one, seeing people pa- passing out. Mm-hmm. People seeing people dying, seeing all that stuff going on and then and then not being able to deal with it. 
Right. And it's and like, then like try, and then try, and then also not knowing how it's going to um, resolve itself. Affect you yeah. Later, like mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just a lot of stuff that you got to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the other piece of this is that it's one thing to be going through a traumatic situation, but to know that there is an end to it. But the fact that this is happening and nobody knows when this is going to end. It's not a real date. And there's, there's so no, many. There's no confirmed date. There is no coronavirus manager you can speak to to get approximate delivery dates about when this will close out. Um, nobody knows. And that's unsettling. And it's like every day you're hearing new things. Like now they're saying, don't go to the supermarkets in the next two weeks so we can help flatten the curve. Um they're saying, wear gloves, don't wear gloves, wear masks, don't wear masks. It's all this competing information and all this stuff. And it's just like wearing people down mentally. And it's like, you know, little things like the IG battles and all these challenges and stuff like that are really distracting people and bringing joy to people. Because if you keep re- watching the news all day and reading Yahoo News and all this other stuff, like it will send you down the rabbit hole. Because the news just keeps getting more and more depressing. And then you've got people out here with all these conspiracy theories about how 5G is connected to coronavirus. And now it's like, wait, my phone say 5G. Does that mean that my phone, you know, like it's just it's just all this information out there. And it's not necessarily like positive. And so people are trying to filter through all that and not let that take over their minds. And then you want them to be sitting up here thinking about a new business venture or like, what? Huh? Like, come on. Come on. Like, yes, we know that in in times of peril, um, there's hustles out here and money to be made. So there are mad people out here right now who are making masks because they have the capability to do it. They're seamstresses, designers, whatever. They've got fabric. They've got the materials. And so they're doing it and it is turning into a legitimate business opportunity for them. But like to expect that that's the reality for everybody is crazy because there might be other people who have those same skill sets that just can't even just the thought of making a mask is just anxiety inducing for them because it's like acknowledging that this thing is like really serious. And I think a lot of people are still sort of in denial, um, not necessarily with the intent of being um, harmful to others, but it's just like, this whole situation is a lot to process and it happened really fast. Mm -hmm. So it's just unrealistic to expect that, you know, two or three weeks into this really being like a serious, serious situation, people already have like a whole, um, you know, plan, a business plan and they gotta, they ready to open up their LLC and, and do all this. Like, it's just unrealistic. Like, yeah, this could be a time for people who have the time to like brainstorm a little bit, but like to expect that people is building whole businesses and doing all this right now, come on. It, it just reeks of, of privilege and of classism and of just, just ignorance, really. Yeah, of the people who are, who are really struggling right now. It just, right. It just, it just takes away all that. Right. Um, I, and and I, re- I realize that a lot of people don't understand like how sometimes what their comments sound crazy. Right. They don't, people don't understand how, how insane they're coming. Because right. I feel like a lot of people sharing this feel like it's motivational. Yeah, and, and it's not. And it's not. It's, 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 it's like the people um, criticizing people who are on subway trains mm-hmm. and everything. Like They have to go to work. They have to make money. 
They have no other, they have no other income coming in. They have, nothing, they, have, they have no other choice but to go to, go to work. Exactly. So they, they have to go to work. And I, I know it looks crazy with Ocean on the subway train. But because now it's a reduced schedule for the trains, that means more people are doing the trains. Mm-hmm. And they have to get to work at a certain time. Exactly. So, so they're doing what they have to do because their job is considered essential service. Mm-hmm. Understand, food is considered essential service. So a lot of people who work at food locations, which are a lot of them in New York City. Yeah, because New York City has, if, if New York City don't have nothing else, it's got restaurants. Yeah. So other people are like not working there or like people are being applying for jobs at those locations mm-hmm. because they lost their job somewhere else. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, all right, I need, I need, I need a job here. So that, that, right. that's kind of what's going on. Right. Like, this is a situation where people are, are in survival mode. They're in scramble mode. Pe- people that have time to sit around and think about starting a business and doing all of this are people who feel relatively comfortable with their financial situation as is. Or there are people who need to go find another means to generate income because the means they had before is lost. They don't have time to sit up here and think about, about oh, let me start this business. You know how many people that live in New York City are freelancers? Way too many. Way too many. So now <laughs> these people, they can, they don't have time to sit up and think about no business. They're going down to Trader Joe's, to ShopRite, to wherever is hiring people that need people to come and do something because they need to do something to generate their income because people got to worry about real things like rent. Yeah, because even because even if like um the rental place the rent is like is, is on pause, mm-hmm. you think they don't you don't worry about rent this month. That doesn't mean that you don't have to pay it next month. Right, and that doesn't mean that. <laughs> That whenever the next, like, you know, a lot of people were even talking about with the mortgages, where it's like, oh, some of the companies are giving you a repeat, a reprieve for three months. But when the three months is up, they you want that back money. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you don't, you're not saving the money. You, honestly, you might as well just pay them the money now because <laughs> they're looking for it in June or whenever. So, right. so, so you, you have a three month increase. <laughs> right. You did not have a thing. You still got to put that money to the side. Or if you're going to use that money, figure out how you're going to come up with it. Yeah. So that when June come around, you have all the money. Yep. So it's just, I get why people post it. Like, you know, it's, you know, they're trying to be motivational and get people to like use their time wisely. But like, you also got to recognize that there's, there's millions of other things going on in other people's like situations. And so you can't just be so quick to assume that people are sitting at home twiddling their thumbs and the reason that they're not successful or not prospering like you is because they're not using their time wisely. Word. Like that's not it. Like that's just it's just unrealistic. Yeah. 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 And like the person who posted it that I saw, um, this is a person who's like, you know, a stay at home parent. And so it's like you just have it of a small child. So you just have a different perspective. Yeah, you're at home with your child, but like you're not working from home. Nobody's expecting you to like do work for their company while you're at home with this child. Like you've got time. Mm-hmm. If I was just home and it was just me and Avery and I didn't have no job to do, sure, I'd have plenty of time to think about a bunch of things and plan a bunch of things. I don't have that kind of time. It's no. just not it's not what I'm doing with my life at this moment. Right now, we're both working from home. I have to go and work two days a week and Avery is is here. Yes. And we have, we have, to, we have to find ways to like work it out. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm telling you something. I didn't do no work today before 5 o'clock. <laughs> Technically, I was at work from nine to five. Um, I responded to a few emails and a few texts, but like actual like work things that I had intentions of doing that required me to turn this computer on did not happen till after five o'clock. Why? Because Mark had to go to work today. 
So you know what I was doing all day? Being a mother. So I was entertaining my child, playing with my child, feeding my child, um, making sure she went to sleep. Um, you know, just doing mother things. And that was really that on that. Um, when Mark's not here, it really is a challenge to um, do work things because at least when we're both here, we can kind of like be like, okay, here, you take Avery for this half of the day. Here, you take Avery for this half of the day so we can work. But like when the other person's not here, it's just like, well, uh, you do what you can. Yeah. You do what you can. Because the things I needed to do today could have been done today had Mark been home. But because he had to go to his physical job, it was like, okay, it'll it'll get done today. It just won't get done before 5 o'clock. It's just not going to happen. So, you know, I did what I had to do for the day, but it just didn't happen within the time frame of 9 to 5. Great. Um, but it got done. Yeah. So, yeah, just just don't, I, don't let anybody make you feel like you're not doing enough. The fact that you're still breathing, the fact that you're still alive, the fact that you're still in somewhat of your right mind, you're doing enough mm-hmm. in this coronavirus time. You're doing enough just by living and taking it from day to day. We got to stop. You know, We have to do more to encourage each other at these times instead of being so judgmental and so negative. If you come up with a new business in this time, kudos. Good job. I'm not mad at you great job that you're using your your time and your resources this way but at the same time just just be mindful of everybody else not being in the same place that you are and just 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 mind the business that pays you you know i think that's that's the ultimate bottom line just mind the business that pays you okay exactly okay that's it valid that's it that's it all right um if y'all have any thoughts about this, um, please, you know, reach out to us, email us, hit us on the socials, text us if you got our numbers. You know the vibes. You know the vibrations. You know the vibes. Um, where are we time wise? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, I don't like y'all here too long now. Yeah. Um. So this week we want to highlight um one of our collective um faves um. You may know him as T-Pain, also known as Tallahassee Pain, um, also known as Fahim. Um, Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy Pendergrass, uh, Teddy <laughs> P. Um, you know, just, you know, an all-round star, that yeah. T-Pain. Um, so, you know. It, it, it kind of came to my mind because we saw the uh, battle. Between T-Pain and Lil John, which was phenomenal. Yes. It was great times. Yes, it was great. Great times. It was, it was, it was great college, college greatness. Yes. It was yeah. all, all, all the songs that I used to play all the time in college. Yes. It was, it was fantastic. Yes. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Well, T-Pain and Tahira have the same birthday. It's super random. Um, yeah, because T-Pain is, is ridiculous. Yes, he is, like, amazing. And the same thing with Artistically. With yes. Yes, look, both of them. That was a lit battle. Like I was like, I'm getting my life to all of this. Yeah. Like that was that was a party. That battle was a party. I'm like, yeah. can we? People get... were Yes. Yeah. And T Pain is hilarious. Like he usually is. Yes, he's a character. He 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 he's a personality. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But so is Lil John. But yeah. Yes. yes. I I don't think T Pain that I don't think I necessarily have always seen T Pain as like a personality like outside of his his music, but I'm like you know. I uh, 
I'm I'm always pleasantly surprised when I see him like be him be him in, in public settings. Yeah, because um, he be the same. Yeah, so he be, he be recklessly hilarious. Yeah, but y'all y'all know T Pain. Y'all know his music. You know, it, you know, uh, it's it's taking you through college. Um, for people of our age range, um, he's got hits. Um, you may have heard of a few of them. I'm sprung. How do I? How did I not figure? I'm in out, love with the stripper. How did I not figure out that he's the same age as me? Buy you a drink. I don't know. T Pain makes you look at yourself like, what am I doing with my life? Because obviously, he was born in 1985. I I I did not think he was the same age as me. Yeah, you and T Pain are the same age. So he was in college. Well, he was in college age like I was in college. Mm-hmm. It's more interesting. Yeah, I somehow thought he was at least in his 40s. Yeah, in my mind, he was older than me. But he is definitely was born in 1985. You're actually older than him. Yeah, I know. I'm. I feel I feel like I need my life area. I feel I feel rich. So I guess you rise and grind Twitter is really speaking to you in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, like, wait a second. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yes. Um he's got he's got the hits, okay? Yeah. So he's got he, the hits. So he's made it's it's interesting. Now I'm I'm more confused. He's made a lot of hits for himself and he's also produced a lot of hits for um, other artists. He wrote, he wrote I'm Sprunk. Mm-hmm. It came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. He was 20. What were you doing being in college? I know, but... That was that was base model. I don't know. In my mind, he was 20. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I, I knew that either. In my mind, I'm like... In my mind, he was like 26, 25, 27. No. He, he was he was 20. While you were at Hampton University taking classes, he was he was putting out his songs. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm in love. Came out in 2005. So you gotta ask yourself, in 2005, what were you doing? You could have been T-Pain, but you were just playing around. Really? I was yeah. playing games. I was graduating from high school, obviously starting off on the wrong foot and flopping. <laughs> I didn't have any songs. I didn't have anything outside for the people. Yeah. I didn't have anything iconic for the people. Yeah. And I should also mention that T-Pain won the Masked Singer the first season. Yes. 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 That's my show. And no one can't y'all didn't know. And no one figured out who he was. No. I, me and Gabby figured out who he was, because we were like, Gabby said... I think it's T-Pain. And then once I heard it, I was like, yep. But, like, people were genuinely surprised. Because people be forgetting that T-Pain actually has a voice and can sing. Be singing, singing. And be singing, singing. So, enough of this hyping up the T-Pain. Let's just get the people to the music mm-hmm. so they can see what we're talking about. Yeah, um, I'm not going to play a uh, um, studio album song. I'm going to play a song that he did for the Tiny Desk. Yes, get into his Tiny Desk if you, you've never you, seen it. Yeah, it's a song you know. Uh, but you're going to listen to it now. And I'm not going to introduce it because you're just going to listen to it. And it, it's a Tiny Desk version, so it's him with just his vocals. Yes. And maybe an instrument. Yeah, a good piano. And here we go. Get drunk and forget what we did. I'm gonna buy you a 
That is Sir T. Payne. Yes, you ain't never heard Bayou would drink while gospelized, did you? You ain't never heard. <laughs> that is Sir T. Payne. But he gave you the church version of Bayou that, would drink. That is how you do things, bitch. Yes. That's how you talking about buying you some communion wine, sis. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds very churchy. That's all they drink over there is communion wine. <laughs> That's huh? Huh? Not correct? Okay, but yeah, shout out to T. Payne. Um, he's a star. Um, love his music. He That man knows how to write a hit. He knows how to make a bop. Okay. If you have, if you haven't um, watched that battle, get into that battle. Yes. Are, yes. are we talking about this battle? Yes, we're gonna talk about this battle. Okay. Um. So um, moving on to the other things that have happened in the world. So um, we've been talking about these Trump stimulus checks. Um, it's supposed to be coming. They're supposed to be coming, but you know, here's a list of people who ain't gonna get them. Um. <laughs> who's not gonna get them? Who's not gonna get them? Um. So we just want to inform the people. That's what we're here to do. We're uh, I think get journalistic the, integrity and whatnot. I think couples making over one fifty. I found the list. Yahoo put up a whole list. So here's who's not gonna get it. Um. I don't know when we ever gonna get these things because it all sounds very alleged. Um. Because have they actually given a date about when they trying to send these things out? And is this gonna be taxed too? Um. It said. Okay. Let me read this. This is what it's saying. Um. For those who qualify, payments will start going out from the IRS in mid-April, so in a couple of weeks. The IRS is using um, 2019 tax returns to determine eligibility or 2018 returns for those who haven't filed for 2019 yet. Okay. So depending on how your situation goes, this might turn out great for you. It might not. So who falls through the cracks? College students and 17-year-olds. Um, just because your mom and they claim you on their taxes still? Um, so you, you get nothing, um, which kind of sucks for the college students because a lot of them work, work study jobs and now work study shut down because, you know, their school is shut down. So they don't have no income. So, and you know, there's others who are living in foster care and have other situations. So there, that's a population of people who need the money. Well, it depends if they, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, they won't get anything, but the parents won't get an extra $500 for them either. No, they won't. They just they just out there. They're just people. Yeah. Um. So if they if they're over if if they're over seventeen. So if you're sixteen, if your child is sixteen, you'll still get that five hundred dollar credit. But if your child is seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and still living with you, and you're claiming them on the taxes, um, there's, no, there's nothing that can be done. There's nothing that can be done. You gonna have to split that thousand or whatever it is you was getting for you just between the four of y'all. Um. 
Disabled people whose parents support them, they don't get nothing either. They claimed. Yeah. Senior citizens who live with their children, they don't get nothing either. Mm -hmm. um, immigrants who don't have social security numbers, it's a dub for them. And babies who were born this year. So if your baby was born January 1st, 2020 and beyond, you don't get none for that baby. Because they're not claiming taxes. Because you're not claiming that baby on taxes. In 2021, they're saying you could see something on your tax return um, when you uh, when you filed your 2020 taxes. But you ain't going to get none for your baby that was born this year. Which I don't think anybody should expect. So, I mean, I get it, but like still... Some of these, some of these, I'm like, I feel like the college students and the people that got kids that's over 17, they deserve something. Because them kids are still eating up all them people's food and mm -hmm. they ain't got no job. Yeah. Um, disabled people, it's like, uh, come on now. They ain't got no place else to go. They got to be with their mama. Why they can't get nothing? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, senior citizens that's living with their kids. Y'all got to stop disrespecting senior citizens. Mm -hmm. These people don't work to put money into this system. Why y'all can't let them people be raped? Talk about if they live with their kids, they can't. Why? Why? The, the concern the concern is is that if you're gonna say that it's because they have um, people who because I guess the argument is that their dependence on their adult children that they're living with but you're not giving them more money though right you're not giving the adult children who are taking care of them more money so. to take care of them so, so, so I'm not understanding that, that's why I don't understand like, yeah I understand if you're gonna say that but then you have to give them more money to take care of them mm -hmm. but uh, uh, that's that's right. Yeah, it's trash. trash. Very trash. Very trash. Yeah. But you know, allegedly be getting this money. I'll, I believe you want to see it. Yeah. Um, and I'll say this: you can do whatever you want with your stimulus check. Because I saw another meme out there telling people you should be using that stimulus check to start a business. No, you Why? Why? First of all, why can't I do what I want with the money? How about that? First of all, <laughs> secondly, why would starting a business be the thing I choose to do with this? Like for some people, look, this whole situation that made people realize entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. No. So if entrepreneurship is frightening to you and situations like this are frightening to you, do not take your stimulus check and start a business. Everybody should not own their own business. Yes, because if everybody's an entrepreneur, who is working your business? Who is making it? Who right? is working for you? Nobody. <laughs> Who's the nine to five? Y'all talk, man, nothing about nine to fivers. But the real gag is, who if you? everybody's a boss and an entrepreneur, how is this business running? Make it make sense. It don't add up. It don't add up. So whatever it is you feel like you need to do with your stimulus check, whether it's pay off credit card debts. You know, pay off your car, put it towards your mortgage, savings, whatever you want to do with it. Just do that. Just do that. But don't feel like you need to be pressured to start no business or do no other business like that. Um, moving on. Um, I'm sorry. I keep touching the microphone. I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> it's, like what is that? it's a bad habit. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so apparently... Um, from Tiger King, um, old girl might have dry snitched on herself. Um, and the feds are opening back up the investigation into that missing husband. Um, because, you know, she did a refuting of what was shown on the uh, documentary. And apparently she said something like, so in the documentary, they mentioned this guy, Kenny Farr, um, who was a... Uh, the ex-husbands or the missing husbands like right-hand man and the wife of uh or the ex-wife of kenneth carr said um said something in response to what uh carol baskin said so carol baskin in her rebuttal said i love kenny far like a son he was someone i could trust to keep don from getting lost or going into cages with cats who, who could kill him why while i worked 
Um, so Kenneth Farr's ex-wife heard this and basically uh, said, um, my ex-husband Kenneth Farr was Don's right-hand man. A lot of stuff was said and done like Sunday before Don disappeared. I believe was the, like Sunday before Don disappeared. I believe was, the way this is written is really bad. I think what she's trying to say is, Sun, she believes that Sunday was the day that Kenny actually disappeared. I mean that um, Carol's husband uh, actually disappeared because apparently Carol gave Kenny a bunch of um, of Don's stuff that Sunday. So she gave him apparently a bunch of guns and um, she transferred some of Don's properties into Kenny. Kenny's name, and then allegedly Don disappeared on the Monday, the 18th. Um, so I guess what tipped the FBI off about this is that um, is that she she kind of downplayed this relationship with Kenny, and I guess because she brought it up, I guess when they first asked her about it. She kind of downplayed how close the whole situation was with, with, with Kenny or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I guess now that she came back in her rebuttal and said he was like a son to her and, you know, she trusted him. And then the wife came out and said something. Apparently, this kind of tipped the uh, the FBI off. And so um, they are allegedly looking back into the case. So basically, it was sort of something that was in their files, I guess, is like a red flag. But, you know, it was... Because I guess they were like... She said that she got rid of everybody who worked for Don, but she kept him. And I guess that was kind of a... Well, why did she keep him of all the people? Mm -hmm. And then to find out that she gave him... Apparently she gave him Don's van and his guns and transferred properties into his name. So it's like, what happened? Why would she give all of his stuff away and then say he went missing the next day. So now it's looking like, oh, well, is that when he really went missing or did he go missing that Sunday when she gave away all his stuff? Mm -hmm. So now, you know, because of her own dry snitches, um, now the people starting to look back like, hmm, hmm, hmm. So, you know, Carol Baskin killed, killed that man. I stand by it. I believe it. Um, whatever. And also, if you haven't seen Tiger King yet, go watch it. Um, what else are you doing? Um, <laughs> go be entertained. I was entertained. Um, speaking of entertainment, so um, DJ D Nice kind of kicked it off with Club Quarantine a couple of weeks ago, and this has inspired um, different producers and songwriters and stuff to do these battles. So Swiss and Timbaland did one. Jonte Austin and Neo did one. And this weekend we had two, um, T-Pain and Lil Jon. And Manny Fresh and Scott Storch had one. And I think um, Swiss and Timberland are kind of organizing them. Yes, Swiss and Timberland are organizing them now and uh, mm -hmm. kind of grading, um, not grading, um, scoring them. So um, Manny Fresh and Scott Storch did one. Um, Scott Storch smoked Manny Fresh. Um, he did. Manny Fresh did well. Manny Fresh did well. However, Scott Storch got too many hits. It was different. It was. It was. It was a. It was a well. Um, it was a wet, it was a good showing. It was a good showing. But I just think that Scott Storch has too many, too many hits in the tank, uh, for Manny Fresh. 
Even though I do feel like there were some songs already fresh could have played that he didn't. But how how they when I saw how Tim Lane graded it, it was about even. Yeah, I mean, my opinion is that uh, Scott Storch smoked Manny Fresh. I do enjoy Manny Fresh, but you know, the Scott Storch had like the mid two thousands on lock. Okay, mm-hmm. on lock, like on on lock. Like he had songs like Lean Back, Baby Boy, Lighters Up. Like, like he just had, like he had the things. Like, um, so, for instance, I like there's certain stuff that I don't, I'm not sure, um, is the same. Like, for instance, I, I like to watch him more than, I don't know. Wait, man, Go DJ better than watch him. Yeah, Go DJ is, is, is better than watch That's the truth. Um, bling bling, make it rain with the same those draw. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something that I was like, I don't know if I agree. Uh, Breaking Neck might have been better than Top Back for me. That's a hard one. Because I love both those songs yeah. and both those artists. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I think Breaking Neck was for me. But but, the, but he gave. I would say Breaking Your Neck is the better of the two, though. Correct, but he gave it to Top Back. It's my name. It's But uh, yeah, Breaking Neck is the better of the two to me. Um, Get Your Roll On and Naughty Girl was a draw. I would have gave it to get your old one, but okay. Um, what was it? Um, candy shop and big things popping. Was a draw. And I, I can I, see why. I can see why. I I can see also why. Um, in my mind, candy shop is more about that. I'm just this is nearby. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think because I'm in New York, that's why I say that. But big things popping might have been. Mm-hmm. It might have been draw. Um, still fly one over. Let me love you. I don't know if that was. I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I even like that matchup is crazy. And let me love you was a a bop. Yeah. Like on period. Let me, let me love you like, was was more was the timeless. song of two thousand and four. Period. Yeah. Period. No question. Yeah. I don't know if that's better than still fly. But no, still, it's not. But still fly. But if you're talking about beat, I understand why. Yeah, the beat was it popping. Yeah. I never knew Scott Storch did Let Me Love You. I know Neo wrote it, but it, I never knew that Scott Storch was the person who produced it. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. It was a good battle, though. And I love that Tidal curated the list and put them all together so it makes it easy to listen to the back and forth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can see why Scott Storch won this. The Scott Storch had all the hits. Like, all the songs he played were like bona fide, like, legit hits. That were on the charts. You remember, like if you watched 106 and Park, they were on the on the videos. They were everywhere. Like Scott Storch was that guy for a good run, and then you know Cocaine got the best of him. So you know, yeah. it's true. He's on the drugs. Yes, he's on the drugs. It's facts. But I appreciate that he he can come back and, and make music. Uh, make the music battles happen. Yeah. Now the T Pain and Lil John battle. If you were a teen. To in your young 20s, in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, like, this was like a walk down memory lane for the T-Pain and Lil Jon battle. Like, I felt like that was a party. That battle was a party. Yeah. Like, every song they played, I was like, how is it getting better? How is it getting better? <laughs> but, but, like, it, but, you, you, if, but I, I think it worked out because, like, I think after a while, people, like, made rules for it. I think the rules helped out. Mm-hmm. Because, like, at one point, B.L. was like, until we stop. 
Mm-hmm. That, that goes forever. Yeah, like people got people like T Pain and Lil John got songs in the wise yeah. for days. But but they, but for they days. but they said we're gonna do twenty rounds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pick twenty songs, mm-hmm. right with it. And like and they and we have twenty songs and we have a, we have an endpoint. We know when to pull out your big guns. Yeah. Like like the big stuff start coming out like around. 12, 13. Like, like when, listen, they started it off with The Good Life, and then that from T Pain, and then Lil John followed up with Get Low. T Pain follows up with Low by Flow Rider, and Lil John follows up with Yeah. Like, those four songs right there, Life Receipts. Yeah, Life Receipts. That's how it started. That's how it started. And then T Pain came back with Up Down, Lil John came back with Salt Shaker, T Pain came back with Booty Work. Um, Lil John came back with no problem. T Pain came back with I'm so hood. Lil John came with throw it up. T Pain came with uh got money. Got money. You know it. Take it out your pocket and blow it and show it now. I like that song. Um Lil John came back with Damn. T Pain came back with Go Hard. Um Lil John came back with a song called Tour. Um, T-Pain had Hey Baby, Lil John came back with the anthem, T-Pain had Five O'Clock, Lil John came back with I Don't Give a, T-Pain had The Boss, then it was Let's Go with Trick Daddy, then it was Jerry Springer with Tory Lanez and T-Pain, Freakily, when Freakily came on, I said, hey, Petey Pablo in the mix, hey, <laughs> I got my life, it's Petey, listen, because of you, I think I've developed an affinity for Petey Pablo. <laughs> why, why me? Because like you really just made me appreciate him. You you go up for that North Carolina song. You go up. And I was like, you know what? Let me get this Petey Pablo a little bit. You know, yeah. I follow Instagram. That's fine. I don't think I do. So then he came with Kiss Kiss. Um, I think this is where I really started getting my lights. But then Frickly came on. Then T Pain played Kiss Kiss. Then um, Lil John came back with Goodies. I was over here like. Which is also, also Peter Pablo. Peter Pablo, yep. <laughs> then T Pain came with uh, "Can't Believe It." Then Lil John came with "Some Cut." Then um, Lil uh, T Pain came back with the T uh, Two Step Remix. Then uh, Lil John came back with "Lean Back." Um, then um, T Pain here's where T Pain kind of messed it up. He played "I'm a Flirt" the remix with R Kelly, and people was in the comments like, "No." <laughs> Turn it on, no, not R. Kelly, no. I was like, but I heard the R. Kelly, I said T-Pain. You can't, you can't let it, you can't let it, I'm like, Fahim. I, I know, I know. Fahim, you can't. I, I, know, I know it's a great song, you can't play it. But you, get, you got other songs, you didn't need to do this. There were other options. Yeah. Then um, Pitbull, um, not, what's his name? Lil Jon came back with Gasolina. Then um, T-Pain came with Blame It. Then um, Lil Jon came with Shots. T-Pain came back with Bartender. Lil Jon came back with Blow the Whistle. T-Pain came back with I'm in love with a stripper. Lil John came back with Lovers and Friends. T-Pain came back with Buy You a Drink. Lil John did Snap Your Fingers. Lil T-Pain did All I Do Is Win. And then they um, Lil John ended it with Turn Down For What. So it was just like a whole, it was a party. Yeah. It was a party. And to think that I'm like, these are their biggest hits, but I can still think of like five more songs that each of them could have yeah. played. But it was, it was a good battle. And just like the banter between the two of them, like it was super funny. They were definitely quite drunk. It was a good time. Yeah. And I think they got up to like 275,000 people in that battle, which I yeah, think was, yeah. which I think broke the record for how many people were like in those Instagram live battles. So I was like, I got my life. It was a great battle. Yeah. I can't complain. Um, 
So then they were um Swiss and Timbaland were organizing the Teddy Riley versus Babyface battle, which I was getting ready to get my whole entire African American <laughs> life for. Because those are heavy hitters. Babyface has a pen on they, him. They, they're different. Okay, Babyface got hits spanning from for the last twenty or thirty years at least. So I was getting ready and Teddy Riley, you know, basically gave us new Jack Swing. So I was just like, All right, I'm ready for whatever is happening here. And then it got postponed because um, the streets say that uh, Babyface is sick. Hope you don't have the Rona. Um, but they say that um, Babyface is sick. They say it's going to happen. Like, I, 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 cause I, I was trying to figure out. I was like, I don't know. I'm glad they found a way to get that one. Because mm-hmm. I was figuring out. I was like, certain people, they're like, they're different. Like, you can't just put them with anybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't you can't just put Babyface with certain people. You can't just yeah. You can't put Teddy Riley certain people. Yeah, like you can't put um because it's, it's just not fair. It's not. It's not fair. It's yeah. Not fair at all. And certain people you just can't you just can't put with certain people, and yeah. I, I think that that's what that was. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's it's, just, it's not fair. Right. It's not fair. But I'm whatever they get this thing back on the road. Also, I'm ready to listen. Also, um, I am not against your generation's years. I'm not against your young people, but sometimes y'all should shut up. If you ever come to me and ever say um, Usher versus um, Trey Song, Trey Song I, I, I was like, don't, don't. I saw that. I said, what kind of conversation is this? Usher versus Trey Song. One of them isn't even a singer. Like, what's the conversation <laughs> here? I was like, this is not. This is not a conversation. When I saw that, I said, you, you, you people in the quarantine are bored and tired. Yeah, y'all young people are. Just shut up. Usher versus Trey. You ought to be slapped in the mouth for <laughs> even saying something like that. Just, just, just shut your mouth. There are levels to this, like. There are several other people I would put up next to Usher before. Like, when people put Tri- Chris Brown next to Usher, I'd be looking like, I see what you're trying to do. But, like, no. Yeah. No. Like, Usher is Usher. He's period. Different. He's different. Period. Y'all can't be sitting here trying to... Uh, like, na- no. Na- na- name, name, a, name a song that Trey Songz has done better than any any song. Any Usher song. song. Any none. Usher. None. Yeah. Can't find yeah. one. Name one classic Trey Song song. That's like no, when they were trying to put like Kanye West and Babyface, I was like, you don't understand Babyface. No. Y'all are young and get away from me. Right. Kanye West versus Babyface <laughs> is not a real conversation. Babyface will, will wipe him. That's not a real conversation. I gotta my, stop. You gotta stop setting like, up your face for failure. Like this, it's not nice. Y'all young, y'all know better. It's yeah, cool. but like, like stop. That, like what, just reading that was disrespectful. I was offended. I said, I know y'all not sitting up here trying to tell me it's seven o'clock on the dot. Has any type of comparison to anything to anything Trey Songz has ever done? Ever cut it out. Stop <laughs> it now. Stop it. Just cut it, it out. It, Shoot, I get offended when people compare Chris and Trey. I'm like, don't do Chris like that. Don't disrespect. Yeah, don't disrespect. Don't disrespect Chris like that. Yeah. So I'm just like, you would try to compare Trey to Usher. Where Trey don't even dance. How? What? It, what? Huh? It, yeah, huh? That, 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 stop. Huh? Stop. Stop it now. Cut it out. Usher has no contemporaries. Pump your brakes. <sighs> I had forgotten about that. <laughs> now I'm upset. I, not, you, you don't understand. You got to Shut your mouth. You should wash your mouth out with soap for saying something so foolish. Usher and Trey Songz. Um. So I like to watch a lot of TV, as you know, if you listen to this podcast. Yes. And Mark and I watched uh, Growing Up Hip Hop. Chris and Mark Growing Up Hip Hop. You watched with me oh, an right. episode or two. Half episode or three. Whatever. Anyway, you saw the episode where Dame Dash was on there at the therapy office 
and his kids was like, hey, you don't ever listen. And he called, he cussed them kids out and it wasn't very nice. So apparently he did an interview where he was saying that WeTV destroyed his family. I'm like, you an executive producer on the show, Dame Dash. So either you're an executive producer or they just put that on the thing for, for kicks and giggles. But I would feel like if you're the executive producer or one of the executive producers, you have some kind of say in how your scenes and the scenes of your family are edited. So I'm a little confused about how you're saying that the WeTV destroys your family when it says in the show credits that you're one of the executive producers. I'm also confused because nobody made you call those kids idiots. You you did that. So I don't I don't I don't think you can blame blame WeTV. I think like I like Dame Dash, but I also realize that he's probably a toxic person. Like the more he does things, the more I'm like, I see why Jay stopped messing with you. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Because he seems like an individual who can never like just take responsibility for what he has done wrong. He's so toxic. Like it's it's just like bro, like you was wrong, you was dead wrong, and I'm just like, I can see how being with someone like that eventually gets you to the point where you just be like, what am I still talking to you for? What am I still doing this for? Why are you? Why am I still entertaining this? Why am I still putting myself in this situation? So I can see, you know, people say Jay Z was messed up, but I'm like. I can also see that if you have aspirations and goals in life and you're dealing with somebody that's difficult like this that keep messing things up all the time because they're just so brash, I can see how it like, would be like it would the, be much. They, they always said that like um, the labels didn't want to really talk to Dane. They want to talk to Jeff. Yeah. They, they always said it. Like Def Sharon, I think they said Def Sharon will always rather talk to Dane, um, Jay, Jay than Dane. And I mean, don't get me they, wrong. They, they, they always said that though. And I feel like Dane makes some very valid points about stuff. Um, when it comes to like business and how you need to move as an artist, like he makes a lot of valid points about you know how artists need to like be representative and stand up for themselves and things like that. And I don't disagree with what he, what he's saying, but it's just like there's a time and place for this, and there's and you always be trying to make it the time and place, and it's not it's not always the time and place. But he's also a Taurus. I just looked up his zodiac sign, so he's also a Taurus. So what's your zodiac? So it makes sense that uh that's that's the case. Tauruses don't listen to nothing. From nobody about nothing. They're they are the bulls. They just they're just very aggressive. They like you know just ram themselves into stuff. So that's Dame Dash in a nutshell. He's acting like a Taurus now, which is why I think I personally get a little frustrated because I don't like people who don't listen and Tauruses don't listen. So here we are. Um, and Dame is, um, and and Jay is a Sagittarius, so he's just like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to maneuver, trying to make my move, trying to do what I gotta do. I don't understand why you're doing all this over here. So I could I could see how that would be a, an unproductive partnership at some point. I could see that. I could see how it would not be successful. So yeah, I'm like I just need I just need games to put his life together and stop stop these games and these lies. Um, on another note, I'm about to get my life this weekend with the TV. I didn't write this down, but I just thought about it. The Clark Sisters, their biopic oh, being yeah. produced by Mary J. Blige, Missy Elliott, and Queen Latifah mm-hmm. is coming on Lifetime, I think, um, this Saturday, the 11th. I think at like 8 o'clock or something like that. Um, so I'll be watching that. Um, Kira Shared is in there playing her mother. Um, Shalea, who we featured as the artist spotlight a couple of weeks ago, she's going to be playing Dorinda Clark Cole. Um, Raven Goodwin, who was Missy on Being Mary Jane, she's going to be... Um, I think Denise Clark and I forget the name of the young lady who's going to be um, Twinkie Clark. 
Um, but I'm excited to see it because, you know, I'm down, I love some good old churchy singing. Um, and my girl Ingenue Ellis is playing um, their mother, Dr. Maddie Moss Clark. So I'm excited. I wonder if Jay Moss is going to make an appearance because Jay Moss is their cousin. So I'm just like, I wonder if we're going to get like a Jay Moss like character cameo. I don't know. But that would be nice because I just need a, there's a praise on the inside. Even though I know that's like way past the Clark sisters' time. <laughs> I just need like a scene with there's a praise on the inside. That's all I need. I don't, um, I don't know if it's going to happen, but it's what I need. And then the other thing happening this weekend, it's a big weekend. Insecure is coming back. Oh, it's fine. On Sunday. For me, so long, I forgot what's coming back. Insecure is coming back Sunday night, and they're finally giving us a 10 episode season instead of the eight. Issa was like, y'all gotta stop asking for an hour. Like, the whole description of the show is 30 minute HBO comedy. That's, that's the whole description of the show. We're not getting an hour. Like, it's about. But they're giving us 10 episodes, which is nice, because I feel like they give us eight episodes and be like, damn, the show's over already. Yeah, but, but I'm not sure that was HBO or I don't know. But either way, I'm grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful for the 10 episodes. I'm getting my life this weekend with a lot of black excellence in television. And I, I'm truly just great. I'm blessed. Um, I hope that you guys will tune into these wonderful um, shows featuring amazing, beautiful black people. And um, that we're going we're gonna to get our lives. You know? And on a sidebar, I knew the White Tiger was, right, was Rob Gronkowski on The Masked Singer. People didn't believe me. I was trying to tell them. We got to read the clues, guys. We got to read the clues. Also, the frog is Bow Wow. I'm right. <laughs> I know this. I'm right. <laughs> I think that's the only one I feel confident about. The rest, I'm like, mm. that one I know. The frog is Bow Wow on the mass Singer. Sorry if I spoiled it for you, but pay attention to the clues. It's Bow Wow. Um, yeah. But that, that was all I had. All right. So we have a T-tip? Yeah. Um... Once again, this is part of uh, from our publication. This is a publication. Publication. Publications. Publication Sorry. is called Ten Things Small Business Owners Should Be Doing While in Quarantine." Mm-hmm. And the and the step I'm going to go over today is step number three. Mm-hmm. Step number three says become even more social media active. Take the time you didn't have previously to create a strong social media presence. You want to use social media to give your business a personality and show that you are an expert in your field. Some ideas when posting are, number one, daily social media posting blasts. For instance, Motivational Mondays, Tuesday Tips, Wednesday Words of Wisdom, Thank You Thursdays, Flashback Fridays. Um, If your business has been around for a while, it's good, to, it's good to like go back and talk about things with Flashback Fridays. Number two, videos. Talk to your audience and motivate them with words or giving tips. Number three, highlight some of your partners and tag them. Number four, take time and highlight some of your key employees who went over and beyond. Shout out to employees. You can create names of rewards, most committed, best dressed, undesignated tech support. Uh-huh. Um... Number five, you should be using 17 plus hashtags in your posts. Huh. Um, such as marketing, for us, we like marketing, winning, food, yummy, pizza, like just, just different things. Um, and number, what, number six, number six, utilize a service that enables you to automatically post to multiple platforms and schedule future postings. One platform that we use is something called Hootsuite. Hootsuite. Go to Hootsuite and do it that way. 
So, you know, step number three, just become more social media active while you're at home. Word, word, and word. And that's the BLM teacher. BLM Um, no, I don't think so. Um, so we're going to catch you later. Yes. Chuck deuces to you. Yes. Um, hopefully y'all stay, 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 stay safe, whoa, stay social distancing, whoa, whoa. hopefully y'all stay cool, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later. Until next time, we, we bid you, you adieu! Uh-huh, uh-huh. All love, no fear podcast. Hey, it's hey. the all love, no fear podcast. Hey, check hey, us out. Hey. It's the all love, oh, no fear podcast. podcast uh huh, uh huh. All love, oh, no fear podcast.